From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, January 25th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Republican Senator Rob Portman of Ohio says he won't seek re-election and plans to end a career in federal government spanning more than three decades. ONN's Dave James reports. Portman, who turned 65 last month, is among establishment Republicans who clearly struggled with supporting President Donald Trump. But after the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, Portman said Trump had to bear some responsibility for what happened. He has said that he wants to hear both sides in the Trump impeachment trial before deciding how to vote. Dave James, ONN News. Portman has two years remaining in his term, which he said he intends to serve out. A challenger to Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan has announced his candidacy for the next election. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. An Army veteran named Jeff Seitz will run as the Democrat for Ohio's 4th District. Seitz made that announcement this morning. In his statement, he took aim at Representative Jim Jordan. He said Jim has been the best co-conspirator Trump could ask for, but he hasn't done squat for Ohio in 14 years in Washington. We deserve a congressman who will fight for working families as hard as Jim Jordan fought to undermine democracy. Again, that is a statement from the challenger to Jim Jordan. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor Mike DeWine has ordered $390 million in across-the-board budget cuts for the rest of the fiscal year, which ends in June. The cuts reflect the ongoing economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic on the state budget. DeWine announced the cuts Friday while authorizing additional money for the Departments of Education and Higher Education of about $260 million. The governor said that extra money was possible because the spending cuts are less than what was enacted last year. In June, DeWine cut $775 million from the budget because of plummeting revenue due to the pandemic. Beginning today, a new group of Ohioans is eligible to be vaccinated under Phase 1B of the state's COVID-19 vaccination plan. Tracy Townsend has the details. Anyone who is 75 or older is now eligible, along with anyone who is living with severe congenital or developmental disorders. Those who are 70 and older, along with some school employees, will be eligible next week. So far, more than 5% of the population in Ohio has been vaccinated. In total, more than 607,000 people have received their first round of the vaccine. I'm Tracy Townsend. In suburban Columbus, police in Upper Arlington are trying to figure out who fired a gun into the home of an Ohio Department of Health official on Saturday night. Stephanie Stanovich reports. The press secretary for the Ohio Department of Health confirms the incident involves Dr. Mary Kate Francis, the department's assistant medical director. We spoke with Dr. Francis and she asked that we get any information from police. Someone fired shots into the home around 8 o'clock. Police say no one was hurt. When police got there, they did not find any suspect but did find the home had been shot. We do not know if Dr. Francis was targeted. Upper Arlington police are asking anyone with information to come forward. Reporting in Upper Arlington, Stephanie Stanovich. The bill is in from the Ohio National Guard for providing security in Columbus and Washington, D.C. Eric Brown reports. The Ohio National Guard says the cost of providing security both in Ohio and Washington after the January 6th breach at the U.S. Capitol was about $1.2 million. Officials say active duty costs for personnel at the State House were just over $1 million. Governor Mike DeWine activated about 1,000 Guard members for duty in and around the U.S. Capitol and about 500 to provide security for potential protests at the Ohio State House. Eric Brown, ONN News. 
A federal magistrate has refused to set bond for an Ohio man charged with helping to plot the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Magistrate Sharon Ovington in Dayton said Friday she didn't see a way to assure the public safety if she allowed 50-year-old Donovan Crowell out of jail. She cited the very serious nature of the charges and firearms that could be available to him. Crowell's attorney contended he had little criminal history and had tried to rescue others during the January 6th riots. On Tuesday, he became among the first suspects charged with conspiracy. A southwest Ohio city is weighing in on that violent takeover of the U.S. Capitol earlier this month. Steve Vaughn has more. Oxford City Council voted to condemn the storming of the Capitol by protesters trying to stop the certification of Joe Biden's election. That was an insurrection. And it was borderline seditious. And hopefully the investigation into this particular action will bear that out. Councilman Glenn Ellerby, the resolution also condemns racism and bigotry, what many believe are the root causes of the attack. Steve Vaughn, ONN. A high-speed chase through Cleveland's southwest suburbs ended with the grandson of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson in jail after turning himself in. Michael Kelly has the details. Already wanted on a domestic violence warrant issued on Thursday, 24-year-old Frank Q. Jackson was pulled over by Parma police a little after midnight Sunday for having heavily tinted windows. That's when officers say he took off before they could search his car. A press release says speeds reached 100 miles an hour before they lost him off an exit on Interstate 90. Then around 3 a.m., Jackson turned himself in at the same Parma Police Department where he was jailed overnight. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Ohio's food banks and food pantries continue to struggle with the demand that has spiked since the pandemic began. Dave James has more. Lisa Hamler-Fugit is the executive director of the Ohio Association of Food Banks. We are continuing to see record demand um, for more emergency and supplemental food assistance. She says as Ohio's population ages, they're seeing more people over age 60 needing help, some of whom are now caring for extended family members out of work. The National Guard is helping with food distribution because many volunteers are elderly and can't risk working during the pandemic. Dave James, ONN News. And the Summer Olympics in Tokyo were postponed last year, and with the pandemic continuing, Ohio's hopeful athletes are feeling anxious. Will Uick reports. For Olympic hopefuls like hammer-throwing Willoughby South grad Sean Donnelly, it's been a long four years of training that's already turned into five. The Olympics so important, and the amount of work that goes into it like cannot be understated. Donnelly missed the cut for Rio in the 2016 Olympic trials and has had his eyes on Tokyo since, but now their likelihood is in question again. You begin to realize how fragile your athletic career can be in terms of injuries or stuff like that. So being 27, I'll have to wait another four years. I'll be 32. Who knows what will happen in the meantime? I'm Will Uick. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.